When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We have got a brand new program to keep you up to speed on what's happening in your neighborhood. When it comes to the harvest of 2021, it is Wiffles Wednesday. And today, we're visiting with Dave Raleigh. He's the regional manager for Wiffles Hybrid. Now, Dave, I see you've got a Illinois phone number. Where are you? Yeah, I actually live in Wisconsin, Pam, Belleville, and ah, I'm responsible yeah, yeah. for Northern Illinois and Wisconsin. All right, he's a regional manager with Wiffles Hybrids. Now, I think the obvious conversation that's been going on is, holy potato bugs, it is dry out there. I think a lot of our hybrids dried down even faster than we might have thought. What are you seeing, Dave? Yeah, it's been dry and variable, probably the two words to describe what we've seen this whole season go across. Um, you know, we finished our corn crop in record pace. The one thing with a corn plant, it really ages more by heat than it does anything else. And with all that late season heat we had, especially the end of August and September, we just reduced the amount of sunshine that we could get during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something that uh, obviously changed up how our plants reacted. i got to believe that you've been pulling off plots, getting some of your yield results in. Dave, what are you, what are you seeing? What's impressing you? Yeah, we have. In fact, uh, just in Greene County yesterday afternoon, we had a plot came out. Uh, the trial averaged 259 bushels. It was at 19% moisture average. Uh, one of our new hybrids for next year, 112-day smart stacks, W7208, that topped the plot at 284 bushels, and it was still down to 22%. So the farmer that was combining it really didn't expect those type of yield levels. They just caught a couple late-season rains. And I think those late season, you know, inch or more uh, really makes a difference from some high record yields to just down the road. It might not be even close to that. Well, and that's why every field, like you said, from one section to the next is probably going to change. It is. You can even see it in some of the bigger fields from one hillside to the next as you look across it. Uh, just the, the lack of moisture throughout the season. Uh, probably the thing in our advantage that we had is in southern Wisconsin, we planted in very dry conditions. So we didn't compact that soil around the root zone. Many of our hybrids got deep-rooted in June when we were so dry. And then if we just caught a couple of those time-saving rains throughout pollination and late grain fill, uh, we still had uh, relatively high yields. Some, some cases will be close to record yields. And then, like I said, a few miles away, it's going to be uh, more on the, the downside of the yield spectrum. How are you looking as far as test weight or anything like that, Dave? Just getting some few reports. Talked to a friend over in Lafayette County yesterday. They had some of the highest test weight that they've seen off their farm in the last five years. They actually took it to town. It was 14% moisture, and it was 59.1-pound test weight. Ooh. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, and, and we got to keep an eye on that moisture, too, because, as we said, things drying down fast. I, I particularly am worried about that dry-down factor with our soybeans. Yeah, I had, last week was a huge soybean week, and towards the end of the week, a lot of growers were combining soybeans that were under 10% moisture, getting more head chatter, and that's really a, a tough condition. Kind of spotty rains that we picked up over the weekend. Some places got a quarter inch, some places had as much as an inch. So yesterday, there wasn't too many soybeans being harvested. Mm-hmm. I think it should help bring the moisture levels back to a little bit of reality. <laughs> 
this week. Yeah, we sure hope so. That's for sure. Now let's talk a little bit. Wiffles Highbred, one of the things that uh, they are so proud of is it's a U.S. farm family owned company, focuses on what our U.S. growers and our Midwest growers need. How has seed production gone for you guys as a company, Dave? Yeah, so we just finished our seed harvest on Sunday, and this is about 10 days ahead of normal. Usually when we get to this time of year, Pam, we're worried about an early season frost getting in and hurting the germ on our seed production fields. That was far from mine this year. We flew through harvest. Our seed crop dried down at a record pace, so we're able to stay in front of it. We got everything into Atkinson right now. It's in the drying bins and in the bulk storage bins. We just did a major expansion of our seed processing plant in Atkinson, Illinois, and we're using some of the newest technologies available to us. We're pretty excited to see all this come together. It looks like it's going to be a record crop. Our company's experienced eight years of growth, so we've had to expand and accommodate that so we can simply produce more seed corn that's going to go out the door next spring. Well, that's all right. Any particular hybrids that have got you jazzed looking ahead to 2022, Dave? Yeah, I mentioned that earlier, uh, that 112-day W7208. Probably one right behind that for the southern tier of counties is W6408. I know we plant that on the family farm. It's been a good standard hybrid for the last three years. On the earlier side, I'll go down to a 94-day. We've got a new Double Pro 1466, really good drought tolerance, and it's yielding coming out of the fields more like a 103-day maturity. So we're pretty excited about that. I think this year it's going to be hard for growers to really evaluate the necessary uh, business to plant different maturing hybrids because everything got so dry and so compressed. But I think if you look across your acres, you definitely want to spread your relative maturity just for pollination risks, for dry down, and then also for harvest plan because we just don't know what next year is going to bring. Well, and like you said, because of the growing conditions we lived with this year, every field was different. You might identify stock weaknesses. Uh, Maybe it was a tar spot, something like that. And that's where you'd rather just sit and, like you said, look through the whole catalog to to kind of spread your risk. And that's one thing we take a lot of pride in. We have a team of six corn breeders that are out in our research trials. I just talked to Bob Jackson yesterday, and he was on his way to another trial in Platteville, Wisconsin, to evaluate our late-season stocks. Any leaf diseases, you mentioned tar spot, we've seen that throughout the area. Trying to really get a handle on how these different late season effects uh, will, will have an influence on our products for next year. We take all that information and then we, we get that right back out to our DSMs that know our products inside and out. Truly really try to make the best plan for our customers as we come into next season. When we come in to recommend a package of hybrids, we're recommending usually a minimum of three to four hybrids just because there's so many variables soil conditions or needs on the farm uh, you don't want to just try to run with one plot winner and put that across all your acres yeah absolutely that that glitz and glamour can go away quickly for sure and that's why you want to talk with the folks at wiffles hybrids about uh, your whole farm plan that's dave raleigh along with us regional manager he lives in wisconsin helps in northern illinois as well it is wiffles wednesday and we are going to routinely be visiting with some of the folks from wiffles hybrid to keep you posted on how the harvest is advancing no matter where you live you can find more catch up with your dealer online at wiffles.com that's W-Y-F-F-E-L-S dot com.